Pat's titans of comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. My new Uncle Blake says you smell like a bullowee. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comics. Buffwee! Every Saturday, or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates I have to see you. It's sunshine, and even in the whistle, but not too much. Hey, Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. You take it with the freezers. Reservations on Eventbrite. Talk in public schools. In tribe. That's a Tuesday. It's time for the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio. I believe the Sheriff of Truth, Toya, will be in the building. I believe that will be happening today. I believe in it. Uh, she might be calling in, but I believe, I believe she might be actually in the building, which would be incredibly exciting, and we might have a special guest. I'm not sure yet, but usually it takes an hour for her to get here, so 415-550-0511. If you're into calling me up, saying something. But I was just going to play an old AltaCast from back in the Dizzy, like 2017, 2016. I don't know. Back in the days when we were super into drug policy and Trump bashing, all of that. But when we, it'll be interesting to listen to. I'm excited. We'll see what happens. And, oh, and uh, yeah, we'll get to that right, right now. So I have chosen for you guys to listen to an old podcast from today's date. Well, almost. It was June 28th, um, 2017. So this will be fun. If anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pam Dastics books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pam Tastics deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars. Hey, it's Wednesday, everyone. Welcome to the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. I am joined by the lovely, wonderful, talented Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth. Oh, good afternoon, everyone in pal. Sheriff. Uh, 
And yeah, it's the AltaCast. Woof, we had fun last night. Too it was fun. lots and lots of fun. My insides hurt. Yeah, my, this morning was rough for me. <laughs> it was uh, a little slow. I kept waking up periodically, like, thinking that I was going to oversleep. Right? <laughs> like, I woke up, like, at 7. I needed some water. Right. And then I woke up again at 8.30. And I'm like, and then I woke up again at 9. I'm like, stop it. You're like, this is a long, I, this is a long morning for me. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, yeah. that my paranoia was setting in. I'm like, don't oversleep. And I refuse to put on my alarm for some reason. Mm -hmm. I don't know wow. You're feeling the vibes of the universe. Yes, I am. I also woke up early. Uh, Jonathan took the day off because he's watching the FIFA game right now. Oh, the nice. Soccer. Football. Football. The football. Who are they playing today, you know? Yeah, it's Chile versus um, Portugal. And it's a cup that they have the year before, a World Cup. But it's the best team from all eight continents. And then they all play each other. So Chile was like the best team from South America, which is unheard of, I guess, because like Brazil and Brazil's Argentina. Usually, yeah. and so Jonathan's Chilean, so he's all fucking excited and fucking freaking That's out awesome. about it and watching the game, which I is know. great. That's I mean, awesome. You know, then is America in it? <laughs> no. Because we're terrible. No. Well, it was Mexico uh, is actually playing this afternoon. Oh, they're, oh. Or no, I don't know when they're playing. Is Mexico is playing, um, Germany. This is going to be a day without Mexicans for real. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's coming up. I don't know which day it's on. It's not today. The today is that game is happening right now. Uh, I know a little bit too much about FIFA, but that's okay. And the World Cup is next year in Russia. Uh-oh. And, uh, you know, good they, for them. I don't know. I guess Trump gets to go. That means if they're Russians. Or yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I, I, I appreciate uh, football, a.k.a. soccer. Yeah. Because I think I think it's it is kind of boring, but it's a sport that has a lot of endurance. Right. It's it's uh it's boring in the way that there aren't a lot of goals scored. Right. But when they do happen, wow, are they exciting? And I mean, then it becomes this sort of weird. It just depends what kind of game you like. I mean, it's like hockey, but without violence. Yeah. But there's violence. There is violence. But not like. It, it, I don't know. I like basketball I, the best because they score a lot yeah, and true. they're all they're all wearing like those tank tops so you can see their pretty see, muscles I and like, stuff. I like soccer because mm. the athletes are H-O-T. They are. They Good are that. Lord, yeah, fair, fair enough. The, that is the athlete I would go They for. are darling uh, from all kinds of different places. Hey, so last night when we were being all drunk and having fun, <laughs> we decided that we were going to do a special segment on... Viagra. That's right. And it actually, this here's the irony, is that when I was looking for memes to be funny about, I got a great picture from Gnarl Pro-Choice America. No way. That's and awesome. it's a picture, and it says, I put it on your page too, but it's a, uh, you know, there's a picture of Viagra, and it says covered. There's a picture of birth control. So it's not covered. And it's at the bottom. It says "Narl Pro Choice," you know, America. So I was thinking it was so funny that Viagra, just us in the Gestalt, like we're we're so on it or whatever that we're like, yeah, we're talking about Viagra. But I was actually am really interested in the side effects of Viagra, and there are many. Let me tell you. I heard they're pretty gnarly. They well, yeah. There's all kinds of dangers and. I just think it's so weird, and it's, I wish we had a dude to talk about it with, but it's, it's like a philosophical discussion that goes back to 
why are dicks so important why do we fetishize them and it, it, it's like yeah i mean if the you know you can fix a dick but you can't fix the womb but, but we fetishize them when they're children they look at them at each other and they compare them and guys in high school it's such a big deal and how you use it or i mean i don't think they worry about how they use it sometimes well, that's true. This, and it's a, it's a, like this instrument of power, and like I see it all over the place in marketing. And well, if you notice too, for a long time, like if you were watching a movie or what have you, they would never show men's uh, genitals. Right, but they only would, would show breasts. Women, yeah, breasts or women's genitals. Right, which you I found kind of like, wait a minute, why? You know, we can see her vajat, her vag, but we can't see his penis. Right. That's, I mean. They'd show guys butts always. That yeah. was like a rated R movie, I guess, was butts and boobs. But Butts and boobs and, and maybe some frontal, but not not, not the men's. Not the no, men's. right? Yeah. Well, the, the people that kind of broke the mold were HBO in the Oz show. Um, yeah. They were just like, true, yeah. they were like a naked dudes, oh. like jail naked dudes. That was my show. That was, uh, ma'am. Uh, that was, I mean, it was a, a, it was really good. HBO has always done really great stuff that pushes the boundaries. Like now they're like, dragons and shit, and I'm into it. <laughs> I mean, I am. I love it. But I wonder if some penis is in the Game of Thrones. Well, they I, do. They took tons of nudity in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is all about nudity. Like it is. I don't ever watch it, so. Oh, God. It is, it is medieval. Sex futuristic yeah it's futuristic medieval naked people that's like all whores uh, and there's like how they women can rise to power but there's still rampant misogyny and anyways, i don't know oh God, it's so hard so dicks viagra and what's viagra. the other one in cialis, cialis and there's another one and this is my favorite name levitra oh levitra because it, <laughs> I love like drug names. Name. Well, it's it's drug names are the best, right? Levitra, Livin, Liv, Levitra, Lev, Levitate. You Le know, there's a black girl running around with that name, right? Levitra, <laughs> Levitra. But it's it's Levitra is this great? I love drug names like that. So you got to think Cialis. What are they trying to say? They're like. It's with a C, but it sounds like the C, but you only know, like, because their, their thing is not their name. Their thing is people in bathtubs. For some reason, Cialis is like, we're going to be in separate bathtubs on a beach. Like, that's what, <laughs> that is the epitome of sexual, <laughs> is being trying. in separate bathtubs, <laughs> looking at a sunset, holding hands. That's almost like kind of like the separate bed syndrome of the 50s and right. what have you. So weird. Yeah. So weird. I totally forgot about that ad. So, yeah, so you've got Cialis, C-I-A-L-I-S, Cialis, Cialis, Cialis. What is it? A list makes me think of, like, listless, healing listlessness of your dick. Cialis. I just, I love, but that's the thing, Viagra, Vi, it's like, live, viva, viva, vitalize. But I think a lot of times they use Spanish things, ambien, A-M-B-N, A-M good, morning's good, ambien. It's like, right? <laughs> the drug names are important. Again, they some some of those drug names sound like black girls. Names. Yeah, but Levitra, <laughs> is, that's true. It's great. Oh my God. Okay, so if you want to write an actual joke, this is a really perfect joke for you. You can you gotta write down all those names of those drugs and be like, do a joke with it. Cialis, Levitra, you get over here. <laughs> I, I got my uh, pen and paper out already. Yeah. All I mean, all of a, a... Viagra is a terrible name for a kid, but. 
Levitra? Oh, man. Get your ass here. Levitra Cialis. There's got to be a Viagra joke involving children that are named Cialis and Levitra. Uh, that wouldn't. That would be like the ad. That'd be like the new Viagra ad, where they say <laughs> they can't though, because then they'd be mentioning the other drugs. And why would they want to do that? That's why it's a funny joke. Yay! Hey. <laughs> Levitra Cialis. Get bring your ass here. Bring your ass here. <laughs> bring your dick here. Bring your bring, dick up. Your like, dick, come on. Bring your dick up here. Mm-hmm. That was trying to be funny today, and I was thinking, like, well, we're gonna ask the hard questions. <laughs> uh, I just got that. <laughs> oh man. So, so what about these dicks? So what about these dicks? So that, that this is the thing is that uh, these ED erectile dysfunction drugs uh, are covered more prevalently, I guess, than birth control. You would, and you have easier access to them. Uh, but I guess it's old men though. It's, it has nothing to do with like. Old men. I know some dudes in their 30s that probably, you know. But I mean, yeah. if you even, even think about this from a philosophical standpoint, if you can't get it up anymore, then fuck you, dude. You're not supposed to. That's what God did it. All right, I'm going to get all Christian on their ass for a second. <laughs> God did not want you to have an erection, you old fucking man. So you can't, you don't get to rape the 12 year old girls anymore. Polygamous weirdo. No, um, See, I disagree because I, I have daddy issues, so I like old men. Mm. So I, mm. I, I, mm, I'm all for the see Alice Levitra. See, uh, <laughs> <laughs> though the old guys that I had dated before have not had that issue. So, right. Um, I've only had my ex boyfriend take it once, just because, just to see. See, but okay, and it got annoying to him. This is totally philosophical, right? That. Viagra, okay, if you have ED, if you have erectile dysfunction, you can no longer get it up, which means you're not gonna have kids. <laughs> now, we have a built-in mechanism that says, shut it the fuck down, but men don't. They can have semen coming out of their ball sack until they die. So that is a f- biological mechanism put into them saying, you don't get this anymore because you're gonna fuck things up, old man. Because <laughs> you're gonna impregnate some young girl or whatever. Like, oh, now you're 80, you got, I mean, come on, right? So our heavenly father puts things in place for a specific purpose. And he said, he cast down upon old men. You don't get, you, you know what? Fuck you guys. You're this not is, a man anymore. Well, not that you're not a man anymore, but like you're not supposed to be doing this all the time or but, whatever. But that 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 penis symbolizes, you know, the masculinity. Right. And so that masculinity, which is sexuality, once that's gone, they're not a man anymore. Well, they're feeling entitled to this thing that they've always had. But this is what happens when you grow up and get old, everybody. Just fucking do it gracefully. I get so pissed off when everyone's doing the eye. Maybe, maybe I'll feel differently. Okay, no, I will never voluntarily get plastic surgery. <laughs> I will never, I don't voluntarily like to be in surgery. I don't like being under. I think it's bad for you. I I'm feel just- like... Yeah, I, I'm just glad that I'm black and I don't have to really worry, don't have to about, worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I, you know, if I was still smoking and drinking like I a fish. Know, me too. I really, yeah. I've been noticing my skin. I'm looking older. I look, I've seen the pictures from five years ago on Facebook. I look old. I look older. I'm you definitely old. don't look like you're in your 40s. That's for oh, sure. Oh, that's very sweet of you. But it's, it's very is, honest of that me. That is really nice. <laughs> uh, and, but 
that's the thing is women go through menopause so it gets taken away like we get to have sex later on in life or whatever our section our sexual peak is i believe in our uh, 50s correct i have no idea i, believe, like, I hope so peak uh, reaches a point in their 50s that's why you have horny old sounds ladies great. that sounds awesome yeah i'm gonna be one of those horny old ladies too i hope so i hope to be as well and i do like the fact now you know speaking of menopause there was a very very you know it was very taboo to talk about and it women still to this very day we deal with the issues of like oh my god you know we're not at childbearing age anymore but i do like the fact that menopause is kind of like you're seeing the positive side of Menopositive. Menopositive. Yeah. I mean, we may not get as moist, but we can still. I mean. Well, that's what we've. That's what creams and lubes and things are exactly. for. That's absolutely fine. But now that's the other thing is that men find that's the thing problem I have. I think with these, these penis drugs is that, you know what? If you're in a relationship with a person, uh, and you can let go of your, if I don't have this hard dick, I'm nothing thing and get a fucking dildo and get a fucking vibrator and you know what we're gonna be the women are happy we don't need the dick specific like it it's good enough and if you're doing it and you do an excellent job with these tools why do men like tools they love tools but they won't use like sex tools make them nervous it's like just think of it like tools you know you you don't bring a you don't bring a screwdriver. It's hammer time. Right. <laughs> right. It's hammer time. It's hammer time. It's hammer time. That's very funny. I just don't understand, though. I'm all for, like, the, you know, Viagra and stuff. Like I said, I have daddy issues. All right. Um, old guys. Um, but I don't understand how it can be covered. That's because, what I Because just, it's a dysfunction. Because it's a. Uh, I think that's why. That's the Cialis, well, the Cialis and the Levitra are daily pills that you take. And they are smaller doses that you take over longer periods of time so that you constantly, whenever you want, aha, there's no more erectile dysfunction. Now I can have sex whenever I want. La la, I have the dick of a 30-year-old again. Woohoo! <laughs> um, so that's exciting. But uh, Viagra, you take before you want one. So, and so it's a higher dose with less frequency as opposed to a smaller dose with efficacy over time. I see. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I was learning this morning because I was doing... Uh, I also woke up early, but I was like laying in bed just being like, I feel like poop, but I'm going to do the research. Uh, in bed. In bed, yes. Uh, Cialis is another medication that's supposed to, a sinner and a saint, blah, 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 properties, long-term benefits, blah, blah, blah. However, it has a darker side that your doctor is unlikely to tell you about. Ooh, yeah. It is important to examine the potential ugly side effects of any drug, but especially Cialis, since most guys are so glad to get rid of their erectile dysfunction that they think side effects, schmide effects, I'm in the saddle again. I mean, this is written by guys, for guys, obviously. I'm in the saddle. <laughs> Dude talk. Yeah, right? Get in there, pussy. <laughs> One, brain. Headaches are extremely common with Cialis, which is Tadadafil. Ta-da! Tadadafil! Tadadafil the pussy! Ta-da! <laughs> I love drug names. I fucking love them. Uh, in one four-week study, 7.2% of patients experienced headaches. This is almost one out of every 14 patients and shows that Cialis is affecting something in the brain. Viagra, a fellow PDE5 inhibitor like Cialis, they all have this fill at the end when they with their drug name. 
has actually been studied more extensively and found to affect the brain on the neurotransmitter level. For example, researchers found that in that it one it causes anxiety in rodents and two exhibits some antidepressant-like qualities. The bottom line is that Cialis and other PDE5 inhibitors are clearly affecting the brain in a profound way, and researchers researchers have almost nothing, no understanding as to how. So I will ask the question, is something that causes headaches in one out of 14 men really good for you in long-term health after decades of use? This is a daily pill people take. So you're taking, this makes me crazy that what people are willing to do on the short term. And this gets into drug, it's just so yeah. funny because it's Drug Policy Alliance and it's NARL all together in one drug or one in one group of drugs that, that we don't even think about. That, we think of fixing for the moment right then, right now, mm -hmm. and not thinking about the consequences down the road. Because you have so many, um, we talk about this all the time, we have so many uh, drugs and what have you. Pharmaceutical firms, companies, yeah. yeah. And they advertise mm -hmm. on a daily basis. And then you hear that long and side effects include, right. and then death. And now, but <laughs> this is the thing is that you've got all these, so you've got three different drugs that are doing the same thing, but they're all slightly different and the pharmaceutical companies sell them in different ways. And one of the ways they found to sell it, and this is the best way, is you have to take it every day. You have to take it every day. If you miss a day, don't worry, but don't double up. Don't take two in one day, don't do that. It's in the it's in the thing. I read it on the Cialis site. Oh, don't take two It says, in one day. don't take two, you've got to take the amount you're supposed to take, whether it's the two milligrams, the five milligrams, or the 10 milligrams a day. But when you take Viagra, it starts in like 20 or 50 milligrams or 100 milligram doses. So it's the pharmaceutical companies that are trying to make money and they can make more money off a daily pill regimen. And it's so sad to me that you know, when you're looking at the, it, the medical industry and you're looking at the pharmaceutical industry and what they want is, they don't say, hey, if, you're, if you have high cholesterol and hypertension and blood pressure issues, you can either lose 80 pounds or you can take these drugs. Yeah. And you can take these daily drugs. How long do I have to take drugs for? Forever. When you get off them. And what are the ne side, never. Effects, side effects? Everything. And they, right, but they say, well, the other side effects of this thing. So the side effects of hypertension and cholesterol problems is death. But the side <laughs> effects of these are like, oh, headaches and swelling in the feet and blah, blah, blah. But the pharmaceutical company wins because they, what they get you on there when you're, let's say, 40, 42. And they got you till you die. And it, and it goes in different ways too. When you look at the mental health industry, how the pharmaceutical industry has gotten in, and there are so many different drugs that can cure ADHD. all of your, well, anything going on with your behavior or your life or your, your mental health in any way. And it's like, okay, so what have you dealt with mental health by having people, I don't know, do yoga and like ballet and stretching and weed. breathing? Weed. Weed. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. See, I was even thinking about myself, like possibly putting myself on some antidepressants but become vegan for a week and you'll be you'll feel great <laughs> well but, but this is what i did before i wanted to start going the pill route i started taking yoga i started seeing a therapist mm. you know there's certain things and certain paths that i want to take before i even want to go and get hopped up on antidepressants because i, would I think that's a last resort and diet yeah do diet before you do pills diet before pills you stop can drinking as much. Stop, right. There's, I mean, there's easy things. I've been watching so many documentaries on food and what we eat and what's going on. And, and man, every time I eat meat now, I'm like, I remember when I was vegetarian. I and I was chicken. like, I remember when I, I... But the thing is, 
it's, it was hard for me to eat the chicken in my salad today because I looked at it and I'm like, ugh, it's Safeway chicken. It's a great, it, their dressing is really good on the Asian salad and they're $3.99 when you buy two and it's such a good deal. Um, and they're really good and there's lots of vegetables, but the chicken, oh, I was eating it. I ended up giving it all to my cat. He loved it. <laughs> but I could, I was eating it and I was like, processed, I just watched this thing on like processed meats oh, and how Oh, it's the processed chicken, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know what chicken I'm getting where, where, I mean, I guess it could have been real chicken, but it was... Chicken parts and what yeah, I yeah. don't even know. Like when it comes on the salad and it's in the little container, like it's in a little plasticky box on top of your salad and you dump it all together and you're like, yeah, the ones from Trader Joe's I seem to trust more. Yeah. I mean, even by the looks of what, how you see it, you, because mm. it, it doesn't look real. It doesn't look. It looks like. Perfect little cubes. Yeah. Mm. That's, it, I, that kind of chicken does scare me. That kind of meat does scare me. But it, you know, just like certain kind of pills scare me. Right. You know, and I, it, it's funny, like. I didn't realize the three types of, um, you know, Viagra, Cialis, Levitra. Um, how names. I know. Great names. <laughs> they are dope. I didn't realize how different they were, but well, of course. I have. I have. A, I'll show. I'll actually go. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, no, I was going to say. Of course, they have side effects because what pill that you pop doesn't have side effects, you know. But I've heard horror stories about Viagra, though. I've heard like you know men taking more than they should than they should right. and having like a 20 hour long boner right and they, you're not supposed to have one for more than like four hours long-term yeah. use of viagra has been associated with various problems affecting the auditory hearing and uh -oh. visual systems in the brain again hey buddies we already know that it you're gonna fuck yourself blind <laughs> loss or decrease of hearing have been reported in association with use of viagra an article published on newsinferno.com October 2007 cited reports of hearing loss cases in patients taking Viagra prompted the Food and Drug Administration to add this serious side effect to the warning labels. Oh, wow. It doesn't matter. People want hard dicks. Yeah, exactly. That's what we, I mean, we want what now. is going on though that, I mean, There's ever, is everything sex? It, yes. I think about is it Is it all because the time. that's biologically like we want to reproduce? And yeah, it's like part of the on manhood. that. That's part of the manhood. That's why, you know, a man who can't get it up, you know, his self-esteem is hurting. And, right. you know, and which, I, which I can. Yeah. And he needs drugs. It, it's, mm. you know, I don't know. It's looked down upon as you're less of a man now. It, right. Yeah. You know, man, if, if a guy had ED and he was self-conscious about it and he had the skills I would laugh with, the, with the, with the dills, with the dildos. Man, I'd be like, skills with the dills, bring it on. Mouth game. Right. It's I mean, all about mouth game for me. It's, I mean, but what, that's the thing is that that has nothing to do with the dick. You can't, if you can't do them both at the same time. So, and if you, and that's great. Like, yay. I mean, I guess it's maybe, is it sad for them? Because then they're, but it's like, find a way to have sex where you're ple pleasuring another person and then yip de do. But you notice now a lot of older people, and I'm talking like more like nursing home older people have been fucking a lot more because of, huh. you know, these erectile dysfunction drugs. Well, if the old people are fucking the old people, I honestly don't have a problem oh, with yeah. that. What, what I think is terrible is when it's the rich, old, fucking flabby-ass dudes that are like, I deserve 22-year-old models because I'm rich. I see his face right now. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I see a couple of them. There's yeah. a couple gross old rich dudes <laughs> that have, and and there are women that are like, yeah, I'll be your 
I'll be your prostitute, but I'll be your trophy. I mean, yeah. but but I mean, there's here's the here's the flip side. It of still it makes too. me sad because they feel like they deserve that. Well, I mean, the flip side of it is too, if you know, maybe this person had cancer or had some kind of disease or what have you, and maybe this is what they need in right. order, you know, to well, help. Well, a, a lot of times with their sexual motivation. A lot of times when you're on antidepressants it makes your you, you go don't get boners anymore yeah so i think this might even be a double up by the pharmaceutical industry to get you on the antidepressants and then it makes the boner not work and then they get you on the boner meds I can so see now that. you're on two meds and the problem with uh suicide sausage is playing in the background from copay the the, the uh, <laughs> japanese bjork uh the problem is that you've got two pills for life again. There's when you're on the antidepressants, you you say when do I get off them, and they go, what get off of them? Right, you get them up to a certain level, and then you stay on them forever. And I'm like, but how is that? I just I can't wrap my brain around the concept of daily pills to solve something else because it's you're putting other things in your body like we don't think of our bodies as and i mean and i'm a terrible person i smoke and i drink excessively and i i eat really well but i could eat better and you know but the damage that we do the damage that we do with these with the and it's so the pharmaceutical companies can profit off of us off they figured out how to make money off us living oh absolutely i mean um that's why you have so many people dying from pills and what have you and it doesn't even matter what kind of pills it's just pills period not birth control though you don't see people overdosing over any bc pills well and mm. and that's no and i and i love i love birth control and i think it's important for a woman to take control of her why is it that but but i don't i don't like hormone therapy birth control. i love my iud uh and but and i i just i didn't like I, I honestly have like weird theories because I'm sure I've talked about this before. When I was, I got my degree in, in my early 20s uh, from UC San Diego and I um, had some ovarian cysts removed when I was 20 and they put me on birth control. I was also sexually active, but they put me on birth control to suppress the ovulation so that I wouldn't continue making these weird tumors. Helpful. So it was helpful. It did some other medical thing that was nice. But once I got on it, my creativity completely just died. Like I went from writing plays and being this, like I was a playwriting, uh, it was one of my emphases, emphasis, and I had all these plays that were produced and I was directing and I was doing all this stuff. And then I got on this birth control and I didn't create anything. Mood change. I didn't, yeah. well, I didn't. I stopped. I mean, I did musical theater and I did some, I danced and stuff, but I, I didn't write anything. I didn't create anything. And when I was 32 and I got off the, the, the pills, I wrote a novel in like six weeks. Like all wow. of a sudden, <laughs> I just, I was like totally motivated. And I wrote a novel in six weeks. Well, that is a side effect of birth control. Like it's a certain kind of mood swings and you know, uh, your chemical. It's kind of well, like, it's hormone therapy. Yeah. So you're pumping your body full of different hormones to get a specific desired effect. But then sometimes you gain weight, sometimes you lose weight, which is very rare. Yeah. Um, so I'm, once I got away from the hormonal therapy, 
I love my birth control that I've chosen. And I guess it's different for everyone. Uh, it is different for everyone. Like, I, 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 I can't do an ID, IUD because I, don't, I have this theory about having things injected inside my body. Oh. Um, it just lives in there, like yeah. a little, like a piece of jewelry. I just, yeah, I can't. So I, I'd rather pop a pill. Huh. Which is, you know, it, I mean, I don't know. It's just me. But I've never had an issue with birth control pills because luckily when I've been to Planned Parenthood, they ask about my estrogen and what have you. And I do like the fact that if the doctor knows what she's talking about, she, <laughs> you're, she you should always have a lady doctor uh, when you're getting your birth control. <clears throat> I like the fact now there's, especially the pills, you have different types of pills, like, you know, low estrogen, high estrogen. Do you need, you know, right, I like right. the fact that I'm asked these questions now that I should know. Sure. Because I don't want to be put on a high estrogen and then like my mood. Right, just, right. You know, but then, it, but it, as you get older, sometimes, like if people are going through menopause, they want to give them estrogen because it helps something because they are losing their estrogen, losing the estrogen, and so they're like, give them extra stuff, and it. I don't know how that all works. But now, here's the other thing I was just thinking about: women are we're so used to it now, taking a daily pill, and saddles on us for our own birth control. And you're not making birth control easy, you little assholes. You're not making it easy for us, but then you're all having your hard dicks everywhere, and you're waving them all around. Which so I don't understand. So it's completely fine for you to wave your hard dicks around, exactly. but then we're the ones that have to be in charge of our bodies to be able to be the saying, "Oh, I don't really want to have a baby," but then you restrict our access, you fucking yes. cocksuckers. But now here's the thing: why don't they make Viagra or Cialis, which is a daily pill? Hormonally suppressed ball juice. You fucking <laughs> misogynistic dickbag world. You fucking doctors get to work on this. Put you, they gotta take Cialis, they gotta take Levicha every day to keep their dick hard. Well then they better not be putting any fucking babies out there. And this, solve the problems, idiots! See, and this is why I don't understand. So you they don't have an issue with covering Cialis and Viagra when it comes to like your uh, health insurance. Mm. Oh, but birth control. Birth control. See, this is where I now this is where I get pissed off. Because that having erectile dysfunction ain't no real disease in the first place. Right. You know what's having what's a disease having a child that you don't want. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like a little disease. It clings on you and you have to be around it all the time and you and, can't put it in the trunk and you gotta get like <laughs> vaccinations or something. And there are medical benefits just like you were just describing that birth control it's that women need birth control for. Sure. You know, so it's it is yes, it is for preventing, you know fatal mistakes like having a child, but it's also good for women who need estrogen and what have you and other medical, you know, uh, things. I don't see Viagra and Cialis out there saying it's going to help with Men's well, emotions, now, there, or... there actually is, uh, that's Ooh. awesome, but there's some positive well, things about, me wrong. yeah, uh, what, so this is the Cialis one though, uh, there's danger, I was saying why, 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 why choose Levitra, that's that one, uh, there was, they were saying, they were trying to sell one of them that it does something else, too. It, uh... It increases blood flow, blah, 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 six, man, penis with blood. God, there's one of them that they were saying that it's really, it, what it, it does it. Oh, what is ED? Oh, it affects 18 million men in the United States. Uh-huh. What is... What is BPH? Approximately 50% of men with ED also have BPH syndrome. Oh, this is what it helps. BPH is a condition in men in which the prostate gland becomes enlarged and may cause urinary symptoms. Symptoms of BPH can include needing to go frequently or urgently, stopping or starting during urination, needing to push or strain during urination, having a weak urine stream, incomplete emptying of the bladder, or needing to go excessively at night. So Cialis supposes helps this. Oh, well, 
avoid wearing a diaper, huh? Yeah, I, I guess. But it's, I'm oh. like, women have pee pee issues all the time. I guess there are drugs that we can take to help us with our pee pee issues. Yes, there are. Um, so ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. <laughs> but they say that the good thing, so the main thing it does is it makes your penis hard, <laughs> but secondarily it does this thing that makes you pee better at night or whatever. It helps your prostate. But the long-term side effects, uh, so we had on C- Cialis, there was the brain problems. Oh, they, this is the other, backache and muscle pain. These are quite common with Cialis and it, they do not go away for 28 to 48 hours. Uh, again, what is disconcerting is that researchers have no explanation. Just what is Cialis affecting? The retina, so it's hearing, it's it's brain, it's eyesight, it's hearing, it's back pain, it's retina. Also, affects PDE6 to a significant effect. PDE6 is another related phosphodiacetonase enzyme and is present in the retina. Here are the all too common side effects reported with regular tadatafil, Cialis use, transient changes in vision, transient and mild impairment in color discrimination, eye pain, eyelid swelling, electronographic abnormalities, abnormal histiopathological findings, four pupil sparing third nerve palsy, and central serious choridopathy have been reported Again, after decades of use, what's this going to do to your vision? You're going to go Because it's a daily drug. Oh, uh, cortisol. Cortisol is one of the biggest enemies of the middle-aged be, uh, and beyond male. If it is too high for too long at a time, it decreases testosterone, increases visceral fat, increases insulin resistance, and destroys neurons, just for starters. Now Cialis has also been found to improve the testosterone to estrogen ratio. But the truth is that we just do not know if the increase in cortisol could cause long-term issues. Could it slightly increase the chance for visceral fat, metabolic syndrome? We just don't know. Metabolic fat. I need to find a picture of that. Uh, The benefits of long-term Cialis use are um, blood flow increases, duh. That's what erections are about. A restoration of normal erectile dysfunction. It makes your penis hard. Inflammation reduction. Researchers have noted a robust, significant drop in both C-reactive protein and vascular cell adhesion molecules. This is important because plaque buildup in arteries is largely due to inflammatory process where leukocytes uh, adhere and attack arterial walls. So they're saying it's good for your heart because it increases blood flow and it goes through your heart. That makes sense. Testosterone to estrogen ratio, but then it's like they're saying it's bad, but they're saying it's good. So who knows? Wow. So there isn't a lot. Basically, what it's doing is it's making your dick hard. Yeah. And that's it. And then there's bad things. There's a lot of bad things. So what's it worth? (laughs) But what's what's it worth to us for any, like, is there a way to make your dick hard with, like, there's natural Yoga herbs. Or There's natural Chinese herbs, and I'm sure some ancient you could, shit. Could it be diet? I mean, honestly, are we really? We're so quick to jump to a pill, but dudes are allowed that they're endowed with the ability until like, look at the crazy old polygamist guys. Are they on Viagra? <laughs> but is there is there is it depression? Is there a way to treat it? Without yeah. just taking a pill, there's gotta be. There is, there is. I know there is. Um, 
herbs. I'm looking it up. They're saying that there's 18 million men. Who, are those the same 18 million that are hoarders? <laughs> or the same 18, that's 19 million. Um, there's, there's, it just keeps going. Oh, and psychological dependency. Long-term Viagra use, we're flipping back and forth, uh, can increase the potential to develop psychological dependency. An article published by biopsychiatry.com dated April 2004 in the Anchorage Daily News cited that men who do not have erectile dysfunction problems are taking the drug for recreational purposes and are at risk for developing psychological dependency for the medication. Um, So I found, okay, uh, so herbs for uh, helping ED, um, Panax ginseng, maca, yohimbine, ginkgo, and Modillo Waite. Yeah. How about mushrooms? <laughs> How about cocaine? How about cocaine? How about <laughs> some good old cocaine? <laughs> How about some meth? Actually, meth, I'd like meth. to know, does meth work? Actually, I heard They meth. like to fuck on meth, I, I know. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. I learned that from the drug policy. That's right. I, I learned it from intervention. Did you? I did. There was a meth guy who was going around and he was like, he was like, I'm a sex addict who is also addicted to methamphetamine. And I'm like, honey, you're not on, you're not on survive. I almost said survivor. You're not on intervention here, darling, because of your sex addiction. Okay. Mm. They might go hand in hand with the meth, but I think the meth is the reason why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember we were going through the list of things and meth um, was one of those that was increased your sex drive mm. and what have you. Mm. And that's why disease is very prevalent. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah so that makes sense. Like, and because you're, you're so high on meth, you don't give a fuck. You're like, yeah, yeah condoms are f- for losers. <laughs> Put them in, let's put some, so let's make them in a water balloons. We ain't taking a bath in like six days anyway. <laughs> Our own filth and pick and clean one square foot like meticulously <laughs> but nothing else and fuck yeah there's gonna shit over there in the corner we're gonna but we're gonna clean this carpet over here <laughs> crazy so here's all of them sa- snapped together uh, side effects so all three side effect is stuffier runny nose again okay. affecting your head your sinuses okay all three side effect Headache. All three side effect upset stomach. Because nothing makes me like to fuck like an upset stomach than being nauseous. I really love to eat pussy while I'm nauseous. That's my favorite. (laughs) I take my Viagra and I I work it through. I eat the pussy while I'm nauseous. It's hard work. I'll toss some salad. (laughs) Feels good. Changes in vision. Levitra and Viagra both give you changes in vision. Uh, flushing. I don't know what flushing is, but I'm assuming it's like your cheeks flush. Oh, I guess that I know. I know. But that happens with Levitra and Viagra. Back pain, back pain, and muscle aches are specific to Cialis, the daily one. And all three, a side effect <laughs> is a priapism, which is an erection which won't go away. Hey. Priapism. I've dogs here. This is a this is a trick. Um, my ex-husband, the veterinarian, taught me, which I think is very funny. If your dog has an erection that's lasting forever and you can't make it stop, and sometimes it happens, like the little pink crayons out and it just can't get back in, Lipstick. you put a little sugar on it. What? You sprinkle some sugar on it and it'll go back in. 
Fucking weird, right? That's crazy. Yeah. So if your dog or your puppy, they have this. Is, we are all over the map on this show today. But even dog dicks get a, get a, get a little. We get a little taste of dog dick today, even yeah. here on the Altacast. Those are frightening. But yeah, a little sugar. Put a little sugar on the tip of your dog's Pour dick. Some sugar, oh man. It works when you. Da, 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 da. <laughs> In the name of love. <laughs> little sprinkle of sugar, and a little priapism. I'm so excited that I know what the actual word is now, priapism. Uh, here's another here's another tip for your dog. If you clip your dog's or your cat's nails too close to the quick uh, and they bleed, you just either cornstarch or flour. You just put some in the palm of your hand and you dip their little their little ouchy toenail just in there and it'll stop it right up. That's Soak it right know. up. Yeah. I wish I had a dog to do that to No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think my other... Oh, this is another one. If if your dog or cat, or they ingest something they're not supposed to, let's say a poinsettia or antifreeze, uh, and you need to make them barf like right away, like now, a hydrogen peroxide. You force them to drink hydrogen peroxide. Same thing with children, babies or whatever. No, I don't know about babies. I don't know what you do with babies. I mean, you call 911. But if you... But if you're really worried about poison and you don't have any Ipecac to make them throw up, you give them... Make them drink... H2O2 or hydrogen peroxide and it will make you barf can save your life is it a new way I can become bulimic you know maybe uh, I wonder yeah sure well hydrogen peroxide is also really good for just like if you swish it around in your mouth all the time it's a really oh, yeah. good I for used the to brush my teeth with yeah it, it does soda and baking soda and peroxide it does the thing it's exciting uh, so this is the last thing on Cialis Levitra and Viagra all the side effect is sudden cardiac arrest and death. We were joking not earlier. Fucking. We were joking earlier, but we're not fucking around. You can die, die from fucking. From fucking. <laughs> not just AIDS, but you can Right. Live. Right. No, this is I mean that's the thing. This is like pharmaceutical AIDS. It's but it's a <laughs> daily you're going to take it every day for the rest of your life so that you're like I can fuck again. <laughs> and and I bet there are other ways. The thing is, there is our bodies. This is the thing. It's just so funny to me. And I, how they train us that our bodies aren't like machines and we're this one being. And I, I say this when I'm so hungover. I fed my body way too much alcohol last night. Um, but we're little. This is what what we ingest, what we put in our bodies. That's all our body knows. So if we give it like weird drugs and shit, that's all it knows. And toxic. Right. More toxic, and you know, I'm not saying my body isn't toxic. I did this to me, um, but I don't want to add now, to now, the toxic. Now, some of this was done to us, though, because the corn syrup in the That's 70s true. and 80s and 90s, the ran- and still what it's in every day. That what when you're That's true. The, what we were as children, we didn't know yet. Nobody knew yet. I mean, Roth Nader knew because he's the Nostradamus of our time, and of course he knew, and of course he was fighting those consumer issues and battles back in the day that changed everything, you know. We used to not even have seatbelts. They're like, safety be damned. I don't give a fuck. Nader did that. Nader. In the 60s. I bet, I bet you he takes Cialis. <laughs> that would be a funny thing to look up. I, I bet you. Well, there's got to be a list of like famous people that take Cialis or take. I'm gonna look up famous people. You should. You should. Because they have got to. Most of them. Because they're I, probably like, yeah, I, I love it. Michael Douglas takes it too. Uh, that. Oh, by the way, um, I looked up, um, you know, uh, 
Chinese herbs. I oh, knew it because yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew there was a Chinese herb. Yeah. Um, so uh, pa Panax ginseng, a Chinese and Korean herb. Panax ginseng ha has a 2,000 year history in Chinese and Korean medicine as a tonic for healthy and longevity. People take the roots of ginseng, also called uh, red ginseng, for uh, ED as well, which helps with stamina, concentration, stress, and overall well being. Um, and then the clinical shown significant improvement in penile rigidity, girth, hey. direction or duration of erection, improved libido, overall satisfaction. And that was just a Chinese two thousand year old herb. See? Yeah, it's crazy. It won't kill you. But but the, but we're like, if we use the basal basal dilators <laughs> and we change the <laughs> molecules in the body, you get the dick hard. <laughs> <laughs> who cares if you get okay so here's a list of famous here's six people that take it which is weird yeah. Zach Efron I really doesn't that seem weird I took, I, see I knew see I, I knew that shit wasn't just for old dudes Rob Kardashian cause he's fat Ashton Kutcher what? Ben Affleck what? Michael Douglas I knew it I knew and it and Miles Teller I don't know who Miles Teller I knew Michael Douglas was in there yeah. Top it, 10 celebrities who take Viagra. This is really funny that this is actually a thing. Jack Nicholson. Of course. <laughs> of course. It's Jack Nicholson. He's Why would Zach, Zach Efron takes it for fun? I, I think so. Because he's 29. What, what the maybe he Ben really, Affleck. Maybe he really can't Aston get his, Kutcher. Maybe he really can't get his dick hard for Oh, maybe he has 50 Cent. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh. Of course. Of course. Miles Teller. Hugh Hefner. Here's his quote. I'll take Viagra when I'm about to be making love, he said. Who said this? This is Hugh Hefner. I would say that at 84, it helps. It's God's little helper. Get it, Hugh. Frank Ocean. What? Mike he Douglas. He takes it for fun. 72. Two chains. Two chains. Two, two chains. chains. Rob Kardashian, who's like 12 years old. 30. Okay, fine. <laughs> Big boy. Big boy? Big boy. Aww. Joe Jackson. Oh. And Ew, wait, Lil... Michael Jackson's dad? No, Joe Jackson, like songwriter, oh, the musician, singer? author, singer, oh, I like Joe him. Jackson. It's In 2015, it was reported Joe Jackson suffered a series of heart attacks after taking too much Viagra. Jackson denies Shut these up. claims. I love Joe Jackson. Credits Joe Jackson, Making Michael, Michael Jackson Memorial, Michael Jackson's Journey from Motown to Off the Wall, Lewis, Martin, and Michael. So maybe he is his dad. I don't know. But he was said he was born in the United Kingdom. Singers oh, no, no. That's that's Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson, yeah. Yeah, 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 singer. Guy, yeah. yeah, stepping out, dude. Little, little, little B. Little B's from Berkeley, California. He's a rapper and an author. Oh, Little B's on? And he said he'd rapped about taking Viagra in his lyrics, though it's unclear whether the performer has taken the pills or not. A lot of dudes take it for fun, though. And for, like, groupies and shit. Right. Get my dick I hard. Get my dick for, hard. For the after show. The after party. I gotta fuck two bitches at once. I uh. mean, is that, I guess... I bet you uh, President Cheeto takes it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna ask now famous people that take... I mean, and I feel terrible today because it's almost like we're giving them free advertisement by being saying their names over and over and over. But we're kind of vilifying them and saying that the they're... Mitra, Cialis, yeah. bring your ass here. Yeah. There's Viagra. Uh, I love it. I love that. <laughs> Levitra, Cialis, bring your ass here. Famous people that take Cialis. Okay, no, see, now they're putting... They're making them the same. The lists are the same. They're just saying Viagra again. Viagra, Viagra, Viagra. 
the most popular erection drug is not Viagra, they say. It's Levitra, which is weird because I feel like that's the... So, you know, I think that Viagra then, on off the old guys, I don't know, it just has to do with the daily dosage versus... And it's, it's what the... Thing too, it's what the doctor's gonna push. Who's gotten to the doctor? You know what I mean? When you got, when you have three drugs that are ostensibly the same, and then you look at the side effects, you're like, uh, do you want the ones without the muscle ache, or do you want the one that gives you heart attacks? You, you know, uh, like, you know, I'm just picturing if I was Hugh Hefner, or Jack Nicholson, you know, the biggest hose, male hose of all time, the international playboys for reals. Mm. I would take I would take it. I would say fuck it. I'll take a chance <laughs> and just to get my dick hard. I just picture I don't know why. I just thought about that. I just pictured Jack Nicholson popping in a pill. Mm. Color vision changes such as seeing a blue tinge to objects or having difficulty telling the difference between the colors blue and green. That's what Levitra causes. It says in its thing, like this is its own website, and it goes, "Hey, guy, you know, so this, I gotta get a little blue. Uh, maybe you can't see green anymore. Gonna be hard to tell the difference. Don't worry about it. Literally colorblind. You're making yourself colorblind. Aww, to, to have a hard dick. <laughs> you wouldn't know. I don't know if she's black or white or brown, but all I know is I can't see. I'm yeah. a fucker anyway. Heart attack or stroke. Levitra can cause your blood pressure to drop suddenly to an unsafe level if it's taken with other certain medicines. With a sudden drop in blood pressure, you can get dizzy, faint, have a heart attack or a stroke. You know, heard of people mixing uh, Viagra and cocaine together. Ooh, see now we're. I mean, now ooh, you're playing Russian roulette, right? <laughs> well, and who is literally honest with their doctor? Like, what? You know, if you're okay, let's say. Let's make up a story. Um, Jack is 41, and he used to be enormously fat, but he went on one of those reality TV shows, and he lost, right, like 140 pounds. That's incredible. Right? Jack, man, totally. And all of a sudden, he's got this new lease on, he's working out, he's met this new chick at the gym. She's so hot, and he can't believe that he sh- she was taking him to Vegas for the weekend. They're going to Vegas. They're going to have this big party, and he wants to look cool. I just saw this for a Cialis ad, by the way. Right. Well, he wants to look, they're, they're similar in age, and, and she's, but she's so hot, and he can't believe it's going on. Uh, they go, they want to go to Vegas together. They want to party uh, just with everybody, and he wants to impress everybody. So he's getting, he's getting a bunch of cocaine, and he really doesn't want to, it's just going to be, because it's all the friends. She's bringing him to the, the cool kids. He's never hung out with the cool kids. His whole life, he was fatty, bombatty. They made fun of him. They, like, they, they were so mean. They wanted to put him up the flagpole, but they I couldn't because he was too fat. Show. Right, he's a fat kid. So sad, so sad. Right, but now he's lost the weight. He's this new guy, and he, he doesn't want to be that guy. Life. Yeah, well, his job was always really cool, and he had the money, but now he's actually got people around him, and it's nice. And, and he can see his dick. He can see his dick. He's very <laughs> excited about all of this, and it's his new life, and this is his new thing. So he buys a bunch of this cocaine. And he <laughs> has decided, but he's, he wants, he's been a little, he's so nervous, and uh, about, but he's got, he's worried about the, the dick stuff. So he brings, he brings Viagra, right? And he brings Viagra with him. <laughs> and I mean, it's tragic. So he meets all the cool guys, and all the guys are like, "Yeah, just hey, Viagra, let's do it." Yeah, and they're and they're doing coke off each other's tits. They're having a great time, 
really a super time. I want to go to this party. Right there at the cabana. They're at the cabana by the pool, but they close the curtains when they do the coke off each other, and they're having so much fun, and the Damn. drinks are coming. They've got bottle service. He's got a lot of money. It's just that he's never been able to party because it's, he was just, you know, he just didn't have the self-esteem, and he could have probably could have partied. He just didn't, and he just never felt it. He and he's tits. excited. There's girls everywhere now, and he loves it. And this girl, she, you know, she takes him upstairs, and uh, he... He asked the guys, you know, oh, oh, just take one Viagra, don't worry, you know, it's only, uh, these these ones are uh, 100 milligram pills, don't worry about it, it's going to be fine. Aren't they usually, shouldn't I just take a half, are they 50 milligrams? You're fine, you're fine. Are there <laughs> any contraindications between cocaine use and Viagra? No, yes, we do it all the time. We do all the time, all the PSA. time. So Jack gets upstairs, he's really excited, he's going to finally, Bambi's, she's, Bambi. he's, going, he's got this rock hard dick, she's going down on him, he's so excited. <laughs> Uh, and he's getting right up there, and he's she's got the natural boobs, too. He can't believe it. He's like, this is insane. They've been working Bambi. out together. Bambi, of course. They're from L.A. or whatever, right? So he's getting right there, and boom. Heart Massive attack. heart attack. Death. Dies on top of her. At least he wasn't fat anymore. He's really thin, so it was easy for her to roll him off. But she's very, very upset now. Doesn't know what to and do. He's still inside of her. He's still inside. He just got in. He just, He just got in. He was like two pumps deep in Bambi, and he dies. Huge heart. He's 41. They were thinking about getting, they're thinking about eloping at the Elvis wedding down the street. They were getting high. They had ideas. They were going to, they were going to consummate before they went and got married just to make sure. And now he's dead. And inside of her. Right. And she's just got to kind of pick a push up. And, but it's good because she does a lot of, she does a lot of pushing, planking, and pushing, and stuff. So it was very easy for her to push. Why does this seem like an episode of Law and Order? Sexual, the sexual, what you would call it? You well, the, it, it it would it it'd be better if she makes him get married first, and then she gives him too much Viagra, and then he has the heart attack on top of her. But they're already married, so now she gets the money. Dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the law. And, and then cut to a Cialis ad. Right. And then cut to a Cialis ad. Oh my God. This this is sponsored by Cialis. They're showing the little blue pills at the. They're like, let's take the Viagra at the at the pool party. At the pool party. Right. They're all holding their little blue. They're clinking blue they're pills clinking above pills. them. Yes. Like bros. Like the bromosexuals they're, they are. They're clinking blue pills and they're drinking little blue and martinis. One more line. Yeah. One more line. One more line. Poor Jack. Dude, you just run a whole Law & Order episode <laughs> within that spur of a moment. We just, had to switch, we just had to switch the ending so that they got married first. Yeah. Dun, dun. Yeah, so that she's... It was actually a plan. Clink our pills, bro. This is like the fourth time that group has done this. They've been hunting them. They've been hunting them all over Nevada. This group of bros with that one lady, Bambi. They lure them in. It just, it just sucks because... It could have been anyone. Jack didn't have to lose all the weight to no. have this happen to him, but he did. And, uh, he died right and inside he, of her. Yeah. On top of me. He was, yeah, he was right <laughs> on top of the world there, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, th so there we go. That's, we did, wow, we did a whole hour on on dick drugs. <laughs> we, <that's> a, <laughs> we, I feel like a dick that. now. I feel like a dick now. We yeah, ended it on a... Uh, Oh, that was a dope story. Yeah. She just, by the way, this was all improvised by her <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, just making up stories yeah. on the Alticast so here at Mutiny Radio. Law and Order episode. Uh, yeah, well, 
I've been, that shit. I've been watching too much TV because I'm at that house. And I mean, it's really sad. And I honestly don't know if my depression is because I'm watching stupid TV or if the TV is actually making me depressed or if I, I mean, I don't know. It could be stupid TV. It could be stupid. Like, it's the commercials. You, I think it's the, because... Too many damn commercials. I'm, I'm telling you, when you cry at Chopped Jr., you know something's wrong with you. You know? Like, oh I know I have a problem. I know my life is a problem when I'm crying at top, Chopped Jr. Like, that's 12 and 11. Okay, that was an old podcast from 2017. 2017, 2017. What am I even saying anymore? Uh, we're in studio live here on the AltCast. And I'm terrible because I don't even know your name. I just know your title, and we had been talking about marriage. But I'm going to let Latoya do actual introductions so I don't sound like a, a dummy. Actually, I'm going to have her introduce herself because Real close okay? in there. Real close in there. Keep talking. Say, talk loud. Carla, Carla, Carla. Uh, sorry, keep talking. I'm going to bring in another microphone. I'm going to keep talking. So we ha we do have a special guest in today. We're having a technical difficulties that will be fixed in no time. But we have Kyla here as a special guest and possibly a future podcaster. She's got such a nice voice and great topics. So let's welcome her to the show to from Kami Tim Autocast. Yay. Try that one. Let's see if this my test. Yeah, that oh, works great. Yay, yeah. I'm online. And now you aren't reaching either. I don't know what the technical difficulties are. Everything's in Oh, I know what's happening. Go ahead. Is it work? How yeah, it's because someone's fixing your internet. Okay. Oh, okay. There we oh, go. It's Yay. It's probably those Monday podcasters. <laughs> it's, uh, there we go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, introduce yourself. Tell, tell us what's up and uh, what you're all about. And what, I mean, yeah. Yeah, my name's Kyla. Um, I've been in the Bay for about 10 years. I know Toya. I know the whole gang. Um, obviously, she invited me on. I get really drunk and I do uh, <laughs> hilarious skits for podcasts. And she's like, yeah, so we're going to bring you on and we're going to bring all that up. And <laughs> they won't let me drink, but it's fine. <laughs> I've got my coffee. <laughs> What, so what are these hilarious there skits? What are these hilarious <laughs> skits about? Oh my god, I wish I had it written down. Oh, Do well, definitely there's one I'm obsessed with called Hoetry. <laughs> and so <laughs> this is one that I've been working on for a few years with my friends. Like, we're all married. Like, you know, they're having kids. We all, like, kind of, like, listen to our friends that are, like, still hoeing out. And we just collect these, like, hilarious stories. And we obviously nurture our friends to just go out and be hoes for all of us. <laughs> um, Let us live through. Yeah, you. and so like some of these stories, I like to I like to tell at parties. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I remember like I think one of them was like the international poetry. Yes, like uh, the international how-to booklet yes. uh, for those who aren't such smart hoes. 
to avoid being not uh, a non-snob. Yeah. yeah. So these are like these are like uh, Williams Burroughs esque bits that you do that are comedic. That you bring? Do you do them on stage, or do you just specifically just bring them out at parties? No, just over like the wine table with my friends, ah. <laughs> you know, and just telling my other friends about my other friend circle stories. I'm like, okay, like here's the bit. It's really just me telling my friends stories. All right, <laughs> and I don't drop anyone by name, so no one, you know, right. no one knows who anyone is. But then I'm kind of like, oh, like there's always these little funny bits about living in San Francisco. Just like, how long have you lived here? 10 years. Oh, okay. Yeah. I grew up in Mendocino, um, and so I come down here a lot. Oh, in the you're city. at 10 years as well. My 10 year, I just had my 10 year anniversary as well. The anniversary for us. Yeah. And Pam, you at 17? Uh, no, I moved in 2007 here, so I don't know the map on that. Okay, about my, same as my husband. 17. Yeah, he's been here for about 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. The microphones are so directional. You got to be right into it. I'm sorry. I'm right in there. There you go. See, now we're reading on the. I need now to be we're reading. Careful on this where stuff. I put my mouth on these things. Right. I know I, well, I think well, yours has like a little condom on it. It does. I yeah. think that one's a new one too. I think. Never smell oh. them. That They're one's like circumcised too. It's it's really it is nice. circumcised. It totally is. <laughs> if you guys could see this, Mike. Oh. So you actually have friends. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's amazing. You have like groups of friends. You go out and do things and meet up with them and talk to them. You have to have different groups of friends here. Everyone moves. Oh. And so it's like, you know, my friends that are new here and they move here and they just align themselves with one group. I'm like, you're going to you're going to realize you have to have many different groups. How do you meet friends? <sighs> I'm just saying because I have no idea how to do it and I can't even. I And, and here, I'll tell you this. I, I've been here for many years and the sparkle the city used to have is starting to diminish for me, and I wonder why it is that I stay here being an artist in one of the most expensive cities when I could move somewhere else that might have a little magic. Because I got to tell you, I'm getting a lot of chichi from San Francisco lately. Oh, mm -hmm. no. Well, I mean, you're not, yeah. Because everything's yeah. so expensive now. How do you go out and meet people when a beer is $12? I mean, you have, like, you, you know, it, in that case, you just kind of pregame or, you know, you have the beers tied to your leg, oh. <laughs> you know, and oh. but our friend came to a party recently and w she arrived late. Thank God. Cause like before we got there, we're like, oh my God, these drinks are like $20. <laughs> and we like texted our friend like, so we're going to do this college style. You're going to go out. You're going to bring some Jameson, a bottle for all of us. She showed up with a bottle like sticking out of her purse. There's no security. And I'm yes. like, this is it. This is just how, you know, the right. we have to so. improvise. We have to be flexible here. All right. Like, all right. We'll buy it. We'll buy if You know, we'll support local. We'll buy the drink, like one drink. And then, you know, sometimes we got to take care of ourselves too. See, I think <laughs> our that's friends. really ridiculous because Pam and I do have these conversations about where we have, I, I know I have a love-hate relationship with this town. I don't know if you're on the love-hate level at this point. Almost. You're almost there. Yeah. It depends. It's, it's. The distance of when I come back from Greece is the disdain I have <laughs> on the city until it I reacclimate myself, and then when I go to Greece again and I come back, I'll hate the city again for sure, <laughs> because I'm just amazed how clean the rest of the world is. Yeah, and I come back and here and cheap, and I come back here and it's expensive and dirty, and I'm like, why? It's like, it's almost painful as much as like, I love to be social and stuff. It's almost painful to even go out to like even new spots. And like you were just mentioning the place that's almost $20 for a cocktail. So 
I'm usually a three to four to, or excuse me, three to six kind of person when I'm drinking cocktails, depending on how much I've eaten. So telling, like, let's see, that's going to be $80. Can you imagine? And I'm not including tips. Wow. So that's $100 on, For not drinks. a night of drinking, but just at one place. Wow. Which I'm glad I still have my flask because it is starting to become at that point, especially I'm in my early 40s where I'm like, I never thought I would think about carrying a flask again to a bar, but I don't know, y'all. Happy hour ain't so happy if I'm like paying $16 for a drink yeah, or like $10 for a pint. It's wild, wild. I only drink, now I only drink when the alcohol is free because I'm hosting a show or something. (laughs) So tonight is a really good night for me because I have OMG at six o'clock and they give me four drink tokens and I'll only drink two of those because I have a show at eight o'clock at Tope and I get two drink tokens for there and I'm not even hosting, I'm just performing. So tonight I get to have four drinks and that's enough for me, that's fine and it's all free. So that's like my thing now is that that's how I've worked it into my, but then when I'm at an event like that, I'm doing comedy so I'm not meeting new people because I'm focused on the comedians and myself doing comedy and being a performer as opposed to I'm a real person looking for friends. <laughs> and like, do comedians like hang out afterwards? With um, <laughs> like some, we already know we're gonna oh, we're gonna make all bits about each other, and we can't really be friends, right? Well, <laughs> I think that that's part of it. Maybe also, comedians are soulless monsters who have no concept of friendship, so it's hard to <laughs> to try to be like, let's hang out. <laughs> I <laughs> I like my cats. I'm lonely. I really, but I, I have to say, the comedy scene here, and even if you're not into comedy, I think it's so much harder to make friends here. It really is. Because even today, so today I'm at the Ferry Building, and I'm doing promotion for our Bongram Beats event coming uh, July uh, 14th, Friday, from uh, 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Battery Street. Uh, cool. Bongram Beats. <laughs> so... I was doing promo down there and, you know, just I hate having to pass out cards and like flyers doing that guerrilla marketing. No one wanted to look at me. No one wanted to talk to me. And so whenever I get that, it makes me salty of the fact of like, these are the same people that you'd be in a bar with that would all be on their phones all together down the line at the bar and they would not talk to you. They would not. Were you wearing this amazing outfit? Yeah, you were wearing, this is you were this is this morning. This was this morning. You yeah. were, and people would not talk to you. No. That is insane. People talk no. to me constantly and I don't want them to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you look amazing. Why wouldn't every single person want just not and not again? No, maybe it's not I'm how black. beautiful and know. amazing you are. You're also <laughs> yes. scintillating and wonderful, but you're gorgeous. If, if you were standing there trying to get someone's attention down by Embarcadero, I'd be like, hello, <laughs> what do you have to offer me? I, I think, I don't know if everyone, <laughs> is, it, it seems like, I don't know, people are afraid of humans. That's what it is. So, I mean, that's always been my gripe about this town. It's just been hard to meet people. And even with the comedy scene, what you were talking about, I think a lot of people, especially the beginners of, in the comedy, don't know how this shit works mm. and how it's a one big community. Uh, and sure. It, well, it should be. <laughs> I mean, well, it should be, and you guys feed off each other, and I, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's it's just like I said, it's a bunch of crazy people. Okay, so what are your people? I, my yeah. people are all insane people. Toy is my people. I yeah. only have insane people. Who oh, dress perfect. really well. Yeah, obviously. yeah I, clearly, who have yes. amazing you style. And your her. bag is 
just darling. Not that I'm usually into bags, but it's everything. It's like gorgeous. Oh. It's got what the like the animal spots. It's what it's a giraffe. Yeah, it's it's like a cow print. I actually got cow it in San Carlos. I went down there just to see what suburbia was like. What is San Carlos? I know. But it's no, like I, a I'm stop serious. off of Caltrain down south. I it's exactly actually kind of cute. I was like, cute. oh my god, this is what I would be like, you know, if I was. Like right I have my little Caltrain. family, and I was doing like my little like my little avenue life. You still have time to do that. You're what like twenty? God no, no, <laughs> so young. No, 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 no. You can, you, I, you can totally. You have so much time if you want to move to Danville and have I, a no. big offense. I, I live like on Folsom. I need like my chaos. Mm-hmm. I need my chaotic but friends. How old are you? You need that now. But man, Walnut Creek might look sweet. In ground pool. Oh my god! If you no, could see my face bar. right now, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! But your Cringe. look. I'm sorry. If I was to see you, and I'm a comedian, so I'm, a, I'm again soulless monster. You look. You're giving off serious Walnut Creek vibes. Like you're oh in my here. God, just, I wore beige. I'm so. I'm mad. sorry. It's just like you came in for the city today to be on the podcast, and you took the part in, and it's super fun. You're gonna have pink wine later, <laughs> and I love it. And you have an in ground pool, and it's great. And on Wednesdays, you have book club. I and apologize. So I apologize to Toya for wearing beige today because normally you see me in like super colorful super outfits colorful and puffy shoulders. Yeah, I do. I wear like like a really nice like colorful outfits, and so that's like my look. And today I wore this like little beige. My it's yeah, it's like my little like, East cute. Valley, it's my little East Valley girl high it, sweater. I love that. Oh, I love Sweet Valley High. It's, that was it's giving great. me like, hey, hey guys, I'm gonna get some yeah. coffee and take a break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. I have my coffee here. I was like, did you, but did if you, you want a nice horchata latte? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you want a rosé latte? Ooh. Ooh. What is that? Wait a minute. Milk and wine together? <laughs> Finally. Hello, Walnut Creek. Oh, I'm going to make myself sound even even preppier. It's all about the orange wine now. I We've all moved on from that. Yes. <laughs> so I'm telling you. Yeah, the orange wine. The I orange wine some. thing. Yeah. It's, it does not taste like a creamsicle like I was hoping. No, it's no. more of the tart side if you're getting like supposedly the like the real orange wine. So that I found that really funny. Someone told me that the other night. I'm like, shut the freaking orange wine. Where have you guys been? But it's probably me. <laughs> I, I, I'm, a, I'm a poor person with expensive tastes. I'm telling you, I love good wine. I love caviar. I was walking to a show in the marina that I was doing, and I walked by it said, like, the San Francisco Caviar Company. And I was like, oh, I bet they don't take food stamps. Uh, <laughs> so I got I to gotta stick to, to Whole Foods for my, for my caviar fix. And foie gras, I also have a thing for. I love oh, fucking pate. Like, anything duck-related, I'm, I'm 100% in. Yeah, poor person, rich taste. I mean, you shop at Whole Foods. On this side of the market street, we're like, ooh, that's bougie. Well, yeah. it's it's because I have the. There's only certain things you can get there, and they do take EBT. Now they shame you when you get your EBT. You have to tell them. Now at Trader Joe's, you just run your card, and it is no shame in the game. But when you go to Whole Foods, you have to say, "I'm using EBT," what? and then they kind of like clock, they you know clock my truffle cheese. Are you <laughs> and my, yeah, a little bit, but it's fine. Again, no, no shame in the game. Yeah, I, I get. Know, but still, come on, whole paycheck. Yeah, I know. I know. We, Give a hoe a break in this town mm. so girls mm. ladies we were um had a moment there sorry yeah a moment of silence ding ding switch the train we're it's all recovering from pride yeah <laughs> <laughs> i am <laughs> still kind of like <laughs> like my my mind is still scrambled from pride and it already went by so quickly how was everybody's pride it's been a month long 
like we've had like back to back like three day weekends essentially this was a three day weekend like i didn't i didn't show up yesterday for anything <laughs> i won like the world's ugliest dog competition in sonoma what yeah that was me that was that <laughs> ugly dog <laughs> i almost believed you i'm such a sucker <laughs> What about you, Pam? Uh, I had a bunch of shows. I had, um, I hosted at Alameda Comedy Club this weekend. So, and it was the most not gay thing at all. And I actually opened all my sets with that. I was like, hey, straight white people. And they were <laughs> like, huh? And I was like, I just assumed all of your sexual orientation, but that's because you're not at Pride right now. So you're all straight. <laughs> and it was fun. But it was also the straightest, whitest group that was up at, at um, Alameda Comedy Club. It was me. Nato Green and Mike Kaplan out of New York. Anyway, so I did that on Friday and Saturday night. I had double shows. And then Sunday, I had two shows. But I did Pride before. I went to OMG because I know the owner. Oh, yeah. How was and that? And I danced and danced. I danced out on the street because it was on the festival route, the Pride, the parade route. And, uh, and then we had a show at Barbary Coast. I was so high. Um, and it was <laughs> a fine day. It was just comedy. And um, I didn't drink that much, just a little. So, But I had a super headache at the end of the night, because I, I had shows at two dispensary clubs. So it was just like, you're in the smoke, and you're smoking and eating edibles, and just like, oh, there's shit. only so much pot that a body can take. So like, you had a weed overkill? Kind of. Like, I was at the, at the second weed show, and they gave me a great gift bag at Mission Cannabis on 20th. And can it's great. It's Sundays at 7. It's a great show. Uh, and it's free if you buy something. So you just go upstairs and smoke, and we're doing comedy. It's wild. Thank it's weird. It's fucking that. San Francisco. Um... But yeah, they gave me a great gift bag. But I was so like, have you ever done that when you smoke weed, like weed for fifteen hours straight, and your head is just like your eyes are like, what did you do to me? I've had a moment where I've like, well, ate too many edibles, and I'm like, where's my body at? Mm. Um, I haven't had a headache yet, but it makes sense with all the smoke and stuff. Oh, yeah, even if they do have the ventilation, but. I guess that's better than being hung over and mm -hmm. having your liver punch you in the face. Yeah. Rather than weed smoke. I don't yeah. know. I uh, saw the devil. <laughs> I was on a date and I pissed myself. Ooh. <laughs> nice. That's <laughs> happened to me. I know. How old were you? Oh, God. Uh, I must have been like 24 or something. Okay. And I forgot. my. It was wild. I like had total amnesia. I was like, what am I doing in here? I was like walking on Fisherman's Wharf. With wow. this guy, like it was like one, of, it was like one of those stupid things that you do where it's like, you eat the chocolate and then you're like, mm, it's not hitting, and then you eat the rest of the bar. Oh, <laughs> and then I swear to God, I forgot my name. I like didn't know who this man was. I was like, okay, but I kind of know that I, we know each other, so I think we're okay here, and I think he can see the devil with me. So I'm like, we're like maybe we'll just get through this together. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, I think this is real life now. I think San Francisco has eaten me. And <laughs> I'm just getting one of those people that they write about that just wanders through there like a ghost. And you were at Fisherman's Wharf, which yes. can also be like kind of like weird anyway. And I wouldn't want to use the bathroom at Fisherman's Wharf, to be honest. I no. would probably rather pee my pants because the fear, if you're in that state and you get in a room with all those tourists and their children and like, the, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to handle that. I think it's tourists here. They just don't look at you. So it's kind of like you can just like pee your pants. Pee your pants. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. Yes, I don't know. Fisherman, Fisherman's Wharf scares me anyway. The only good thing about Fisherman's Wharf is the In-N-Out. Oh. It's the only In-N-Out oh. burger in the city. I like Aquatic Park over there. I actually was at the, Dol I belonged to the Dolphin Club for a little bit. Wow. Because I like swimming. 
in the bay there. Nice. Do you yeah. get to swim with dolphins or you're just, it's a dolphin, it's called the Dolphin Club? It's called the Dolphin Club. The oh, the members are the dolphins. I see. Yes. Okay, you don't get to swim with, and I was like, there's a dolphin club in San I wish. Francisco. Actually, I, I don't know if I want to swim with dolphins. Really? Yeah. And the seals too, the seals like bite you. I would, yeah. I mean. I want to swim with, I, I am the beast master. I want to swim with any, a large aquatic animal, mammals specifically, because they're like a, we're mammals, they're mammals. What? That's crazy. And they're smart. It's crazy to me. And they're little, I mean, <laughs> I'm in their environment. They're smarter than me. Nope. I'm like, I'm just here. I'm a novice. You know, I just do my little aquatic park thing. I kick around. I can barely deal with the current. Nice. Like, yeah, they can disarm bombs underwater. Like they're like just so smart. Like we see what's going on with the orcas, right? I was just it's getting like, ready to yeah. Go in I was there. like, so we see. see I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Like uh, I already know yes. I shouldn't be in your territory. We don't come in my territory. They are not playing. The orcas are not playing. Are they so, here now? Oh, so what's going on <laughs> is so orc the socialist orcas have been taking over and knocking over yachts. And it's not just been, it's happened, I think, here as well, one of the ships or something, but a lot in the Mediterranean. And, uh, socialist and the, I mean, orcas? I call are, them socialist yeah, because orcas. Because they're, they're, but they're choosing yachts because they they're don't like the pollution and, and they're and big. Then the, the, some they're commie yachts, orcas. They're great. They're they, like, yeah, they, well, they're the, full blown, like anti fascism, mm-hmm. anti billionaires. They're like, love it. Distribute the wealth. Democratic I mean, socialist yeah. orcas. Yeah. And then they're so <laughs> smart because Mama Orca, one of the ones, uh, one of the stories I remember reading about, this one's in the Mediterranean, whereas um, it was this billionaire, some uh, Swedish billionaire's uh, yacht that tipped over because the Mama Yorka remembered that yacht hurt her baby. Oh, wow. And so Mama came back, was getting some revenge. But then now you've been hearing about a gang of them <laughs> going up against these big yachts. So I'm all for it. Yeah, I think that they are, um, they're turning them over. They're getting in the galley and they're stealing all of the uh, caviar. It's the easiest way for the orcas to find. They're actually caviar fiends. I really relate to them. And so they're knocking over these ships. They're getting their fins. Get, they, they can actually open up the jars, which is probably the most miraculous thing about it. <laughs> That's so awesome. These are your new friends. <laughs> what you're saying friends. is either you're working with them already. Yes, you don't have to like say yes. You can just blink just twice. Not, yeah. And I'm... Um, I've always wanted to swim with them, but we've been using our telepathy right now to get the orders across. Those are your friends. Yeah. I've you only go. swimmed with a dolphin once. And now you smoked with a dolphin no, once? No, not smoked. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. They sw- <laughs> <laughs> I've smoked with a dolphin. I'm like, when did you go to Jamaica? Yeah, right. What are these Jamaican fucking... <laughs> um, that was like in Florida where I swam with the dolphins, but now I feel guilty for it because I'm like, I'm in your territory. You... I'm feeling like kind of bad now that you were forced, that dolphin was forced for my entertainment to go ahead and swim with it when I could have just got bitch slapped by one of the fins. If it's in the actual water, I think it's cool. But some places in Mexico, it's really sad. They have like, they're like on the land and their pools and the dolphins, you know, they're captured dolphins. Like SeaWorld. Yeah, they're like, but in Mexico, I don't know if it's as nice. But you can swim with them, but it's not, it's an enclosure still, as opposed to, I feel like they should be able to swim wherever they want. And then we go, hey, 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 now's the time when you come and swim with the people and we give you all the fish. 
and they go, thanks for all the fish. And then they go away again. And then they go, we're hungry again. We're going to come back. I don't think it's that way anywhere, but that's Mm-mm. the way it would be at my dolphin park. Exactly. Because <laughs> dolphins, I mean, people tend to forget, like, uh, that woman got uh, fucked up by that killer whale several years ago. Blackfish. That scary, scary movie. So. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, they're also smarter than humans because they're not going to start capitalism. <laughs> they're like, oh, like you, you have to capture us because we're not going to do this whole trade work for shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you make money off of our labor. Like, that's why they're smarter than all of us. But, they're going to outlive all of us. In my socialist animal park, they would be friends with me. And so they would be it would be like they were my buddies. And I was like, hey, you're my buddies. Come hang out with these other buddies. And we're going to give you food, and you're stoked on it. And they're like, well, we can get our own food, but this food is somehow better because it's caviar. I don't know. It's something. <laughs> but they'd be volunteers. I would never want to I would never want to capture, although that's not fair either because my cats are captured, but they're happy. Yeah, but I think that's different. I mean, your cat that's in the house that is able to eat food and get love versus a cat out on Larkin known of those luxuries it has to hunt and scratch and kill for their food i wonder why there's not a cat zoo like a there's I guess a, that's a cat cafe kitty cafe kitty cafe there's but there's actually well i know in the midwest i remember there is a cat it was a big cat zoo Ooh. but it was like lion King. oh i feel terrible for that, that kind of stuff and yeah that's it was called a, oh exana, exotic animal paradise which was these they would have like giraffes and lions and tigers and all these exotic animals. Bears, oh my. Yeah. Damn, now looking back, that's sad too. Right? Shit. I mean, you can own all those as pets in the South. Yeah. <laughs> like when I was growing up, I don't like to admit this part because I'm like, oh, I'm from Mendo. Like I was born in California, right? And then my dad like kidnapped me to Florida. But it was like one of those weird idyllic childhoods where like it was like in this like forest and I was kind of like a little Mowgli over there. Were like you in uh, northern Florida or central? It was Delray. Delray South, right? Yeah. 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 So did you have you ever been to the the um the the Keys, the Florida Keys? Yeah, I've been to Oh my god, there. that's I think that that's um heaven. I've never been there, but I heard that that's where people go to die. And it's um just beautiful and you just drink all the time and everyone's having a great time. Everyone's happy there. Unlike the rest of Florida, like the keys have it nailed down. Mm. It's like, oh, like you, you know, you got your like Jimmy Buffett and it's like really pretty, but it's like Jimmy sunsets 24 seven. Yeah. Sun- it's like heavier. People are happy. You don't see Florida keys pop up in Florida man stories. Right. That's like, very true. I know that's very true. They're happy people. And that's also the keys is a great place to snorkel as well that I've actually snorkeled there. Um, but yeah, you. I didn't even think about that because Florida is like its own dick of the United States anyway. It is a dick. It is totally a dick. But especially the panhandle. Or it's like a prolapsed anus to me. Ooh. Really? Like I don't. E- I won't. I don't want to like say sure. like dicks are like a bad part of the body. I'm like, but it, like a prolapsed okay, anus yeah. would be a bad thing. <laughs> it has no. And it just like yeah. it's just it just straight just filters. Yeah, and it doesn't. It's not helpful. <laughs> Nobody enjoys that in a sexual act. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can have all, any kind of wild animal down there. Florida, you can buy them at the stores. Ooh. Like that, my I got the one. I've only been kicked off of Facebook once, and it was for this <laughs> picture that I posted, and it was from a Florida picture, and it was a man who had been golfing, and a uh, crocodile alligator, not sure which, uh, bit off his arm. 
And so they hunted the alligator, crocodile, whatever, and they sliced him open and they were pulling the arm out and I had a picture of the open belly of the of the alligator and the arm in the air as the man's arm. They were taking it to, to reconnect it to the man, to Florida right. man. And they did reconnect it to Florida man. But I was so sad because they murdered this alligator to get his arm back. Yeah, like what are you going to do with it? Like some boots? Well, they, well, they found it fast <laughs> enough. They killed him. They took the arm and they reattached the arm. You make some boots out of the arm. Boots out of it or a belt. Like oh, at what would you do with the the arm? What would you do with the arm? Like, can you reattach it? Because like, there's yeah, they. I mean, they. I guess they reattached. I guess he swallowed and not chewed. Yeah, he just swallowed the whole arm. Like gulped it. You know, and alligator's delicious. Honestly, I've eaten alligator tail many times. Delicious. It's very tasty. It tastes like um, large shrimp. Mm -hmm. You pound it flat. I've had gator on a stick. I've had crocodile. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Dinosaurs. We're eating dinosaurs. That's amazing. Mm. Um, I've, <laughs> for, I've been to Florida so many times. I feel like it is like, kind of like like this weird part of the United States to me. Like, me being from the Ozarks, I thought I knew what every like hillbilly looked like, until I went to Gainesville, Jacksonville, Florida, and I really, really thought, oh shit, I am in. A territory that I need to get my black ass out of. Yeah. No dentists. Uh, no dentists in Jacksonville. <laughs> probably not. not a I lot. mean, not a lot. what's the healthcare like down there? I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I was just saying they probably <laughs> have the a couple teeth. That's the don't say gay state. Come on. It's, you still won't get your arm covered if you get it bitten off by one of the <laughs> large dinosaurs down there. <laughs> they don't have dinosaur arm insurance. Oh, right. I was just thinking, what if? I mean, because like the whole thing now is like, oh well, you know, we have to stop all these like. Uh, publications from writing about the doom loop of San Francisco. But what if we actually took Florida headlines and turned them into San Francisco headlines <laughs> to yeah. even make it wilder? Right, cut them up. Like William Burroughs well, I mean cut-ups. So you'd, you'd say, you'd say uh, San Francisco man gets arm eaten by alligator. Yeah. Or you'd say Florida man has 14 dildos in his pooper or whatever. Like, mm. switch well, the, you'd cut them up, switch up the headlines. Fentanyl's everywhere, so that's yeah. not fun. Yeah, fentanyl, Never man. Mind. Fentanyl, man. Right? I'm like, <laughs> we take the bath salts. Florida gets the fentanyl. We'll take the bath salts. Okay. There like, we we'll, we'll switch this up. We'll switch up the narrative. Like, you know what? Like, if we're all going to shoot each other, like, about the whole... <laughs> sorry, maybe that's not nice to say. We're all going to, you know, throw throw sand at, like, whose city's worse and dying. It's like, we all can... Play, let's point some figures. Let's trade some let's stories. Exactly. Agreed. Let's make it happen. I've only been to Florida once. And I've only been to Disney World. So I really don't have, like, a concept of Florida. It, for me, it just felt like a, big ex a hotter, muggier extension of California. Only because the only place I was for five days in Florida was Disney World. Mm -hmm. And it's its own thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's its own country inside of Florida. I mean, Kissing. it has public transportation. Obviously, you're paying a lot for your housing, but uh, it's everything's there. You never leave. Everybody and everyone smiles, and everything's clean, and everything's fake and brushed and perfect. And you yeah, know, a lot of middle-aged white ladies with Mickey Mouse T-shirts and stuff. And yeah, a collection of Minnie Mouse earrings. Yeah, and everyone yeah. buys one of those fourteen-dollar <laughs> ponchos that has Mickey on it, just because it's a piece of plastic. Because it starts raining in the middle of nowhere, no one's prepared. <laughs> So they make all their money on plastic. But whatever, Disney. Their zoo was really good, though, to bring it back around. The Disney Zoo, I went to that because 
we were there for a veterinary conference because my ex-husband was a veterinarian. And we went to the zoo and they were really big enclosures. Like the tiger enclosure was enormous. It was like almost as big as the San Diego Wild Animal Park. It was huge. If the, if the tiger didn't want to be seen, it didn't have to be seen. Oh, cool. It had places. Yeah, but it was like on a hill and it was huge and it had all, and they made it look like India with like weird ruins and stuff, you know, like <laughs> Disney. And like Shere Khan is running through the forest and rah! And it was very, it's very cool. So I definitely think Disney gave me unrealistic expectations about living in cities. <laughs> like literally when you say it like this, I'm like thinking, I'm like, wow, yeah, like I, I spent a lot of time in Disney World. Like I thought, you know, this is kind of what it's like traveling the world and living in cities. It's all like nice and clean and pristine. And, you know, I have my, <laughs> little catered pretzel to each world there you go right and like well obviously living here in san francisco i'm just like now i know that's very unrealistic <laughs> expectations <laughs> and traveling also very unrealistic mm-hmm. like i don't you know i don't do like that cruise life or you know where no. have you ever been on a cruise i have i hated it you hated it <laughs> huh <laughs> i think it's like like i've never felt so claustrophobic in those rooms huh. like they're about as big as that that submersible that just went down the titan oh, and i think that's I what it's like reminding me of a cruise i'm like that's why these rich people are on it because they fucking love cruises <laughs> i see, i didn't even know about that story until comedians start so i don't have internet at my house and i don't read the news or pay attention to anything and um it's because i feel like it colors my art and so um i heard about the thing with the rich people and i'm like that's not real that's yeah. not real. The rich people went down in a submarine and so all look for died. The fucking Titanic, of it's, all things. It's just so. But I I agree with the comedian who said they didn't really die. They went to the other place that we're not supposed to know about. Those they went to Atlantis, <laughs> and there it really exists. And now they they've colonized it and they live there. And they're never going to tell us because there's gold and riches beyond imagination. And those are the people that were already running the government, secret government anyway. So you don't think that there's like underground internet? Come on. They're fine. Those people are all alive. This was all a ruse. Nothing was ever found and they were lost in the ocean. Yeah, sure. They're rich people. They knew exactly where they were going. Oh, and it costs $250,000 a person? No way. It costs $250 million a person and they're all hiding in Atlantis. Come on. I pieces, that. pieces of their bodies are in Atlantis. Well, did they find anything from them? No, they See, that's yeah. no, they didn't. But um, I don't think they found the tuna can yet. But I was watching an interview of the the creator of this tuna can, Ocean Gate of all things to call the it. Best name. You already you you already setting yourself up for disaster, well, dude. See, because that's why it's fake. It's yes. just like it's the gate, man. It's all they went through a gate and they're all living somewhere else. Well, first they keep going. Of all, the Titanic went down in 1909. That's why people don't fuck with going down there or the Bermuda Triangle for a reason. There's too many goddamn spirits. And why would you want to go see something that, hey, by the way, we already know how this ended. So it's like, was this like the sequel? But let's, uh, here's my uh, argument, is that I think that we should be exploring our own depths. Why are we going into motherfucking space? Why don't we know about our own oceans? Why don't we know how far down we can't go before we, ah, and then what's with the Bermuda Triangle? You know, maybe it's giant squid. Maybe there's giant squid that are 500,000 yards long. So we don't know. Maybe me. there's currents. There's weird currents, and there's these under things, mm-hmm. and there's these weird volcanic. <sighs> Why don't we know about this shit? Why are we sending bullshit up into space when we don't even know what the fuck is here? We can't even help our own people. We can't feed everybody here. We got poop all over the streets. Can't figure that shit out. <laughs> and we send people into space? 
I'm actually down for Elon Musk doing the whole SpaceX thing now because if you have ever seen the beginning of Total Recall, uh, if you haven't, please watch it. <laughs> um, Mars doesn't have oxygen, y'all. So if they ever decide to go up there, you know, all the billionaires and stuff for a trip, they're not going to come back. So I'm saying, you know, go ahead, have fun, have at it. It'll, they'll end up like the tuna can people. Well, they can't even, you know how long it takes to get to Mars? Like, we don't have light speed technology. We're not in Star Trek, Star Wars, whatever. It takes a long fucking time. Can't it takes like a couple that. years or something to get to Mars. It, it, that's why we haven't sent anybody there yet. I, I mean, I don't think we should go there well, to colonize another planet. Why would we do that when, if we could? If we have all this space in the ocean, why not colonize the ocean? I don't want to colonize the, fuck? the I ocean. I don't want to colonize anything either. But my point is that. Why would we explore beyond our means when we don't even know what we have here? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Well, I agree with what Toy is saying. Just let them go off. Uh. I'm like, who's going to miss them? Like, down there, like, they can come back up and get more air. Like, no, we don't want you to come back. Exactly. Like, don't, we don't want you to have that opportunity. I mean, if Vladimir Putin was like, I have a space program. Come on, Elon. Let's go. I would be like, ooh, yeah, go. Let's see the rockets go. And, you know, we will never see them again. It'll be like, what's that Sandra Bullock movie, Gravity? Oh. And she's just floating. God, that was so, no, she, she sir, I love that she survived in that movie. I <laughs> cried and cried and cried. Oh, my God. I love Sandra Bullock. I I'm sorry. I love her. I think she's such a good actress. <laughs> I but think she's old now, and she's still so pretty. I love her. Love, love, love. But I don't think that, you know, we should be going down into... Basically, dinosaur territory is where the Titanic is. There is so much life down there that we don't know exists, and yet if we were to put another Ocean Gate tuna can down in there, we don't know what we could be Well, I'm like thinking more like <clears throat> the reason that the Bermuda Triangle and all that shit, I think that there's got to be some geothermal vents or something that's going on. And if we were smart, we would stop using fossil fuels that are, you know, that disappeared, that we've got the, what is the peak oil or whatever. And if we did, instead of going into space, we find new energies from, that exist here. If there's a way to like capture volcanic shit from the ocean, why not do that? If there's a way to, you know, use the waves and get energy, let's do that instead of using fossil fuels. Why not explore the ocean and use the ocean? Not use the ocean because I don't want to kill shit either. But you like, know man will end up killing shit. We can't do shit correct. That's true. <laughs> we're not, I mean, we're not doing that because it's not on trend yet. We're still in SpaceX era, which, by the way, I thought SpaceX was made up for, like, ever. <laughs> I'm like, this is, like, a joke, right? Like, we've all, like, this is, like, Star Trek. Like, this is, like, like not real. Movie. We are actually doing this. But they're recruiting for it at the colleges. What? I know. I've actually seen, like, real, because I went to San Jose State. And it's there, and you can go there in the industrial department, and they have a whole department, and they advertise, join SpaceX. And, like, I went to, like, a deep, dark hole about this, like, following astronauts who, like, are part of the military program and, like, go do all this training and stuff. And I'm like, what the, what kind of avatar is this? <laughs> like, what is this, like, we all know how it's going to play, but, like, I think once, wow. like, the 1920s come back and it's, like, 10,000 leagues under the sea again, <laughs> then we're going to be able to go, okay, now we can do the ocean, and then we'll have, you know, the the uh, Jack Cousteau's of the go. next generation. But we're not done with the SpaceX story yet. Exactly. Like, we're going to wait till James Car uh, Cameron has exhausted all of his story resources. Oh, my God. But d I've seen, there was an art project that a buddy of mine did a couple of years ago at 
San Francisco State, and it was amazing. She took the maps of, of San Francisco proper, and she made them into these big, beautiful art things with watercolors, funny enough, and then she showed the map over the next 150 years and what it was going to look like with the water rising, realistically mm. from research that she did. And motherfucker, we're all, the mi this is all done. The mission, the only, the hill, the people in the city proper, all the fucking marina gone. Everything's I'm gone okay except for the top part. of the hills. It's unbelievable. And I was like, and you stand there, you're looking at this one map, and you're like, okay, that's this right now. You look at the next one, you're like, oh, look at that. And it's pretty because it's all blues and it's a map and everything. And then you realize like, oh, shit. Everything's like everything's underwater. And we haven't, we haven't even thought to address this. We have sandbags on Folsom Street when it rains. That, that's was, what, that's our, that that's was our my fix. neighborhood. Yes, yeah. we flooded for sure. We're donezo. Yeah. yeah. Even here during that huge storm, I had all of this, like th these things out here. I was really worried about this flooding. Like I was sweeping water away from the sidewalks and shit. It was, I'm, I, did you lose your place? What happened during that No, our place was okay. We got a little bit of flooding. My friend owns the wooden nickel. Oh, So okay. Nancy has the wooden nickel. And so that was just like, there was that famous picture of like the people surfing in front. Yeah. And like, we're all just like, I like went and saw Nancy later because it's like, we're all just there, like just watching this place go underwater. And oh God. Just that's like, that's sad. us. That's the bar stool floating there. Just, it was wild. I actually had a dream about it uh, the week before. Whoa. I know. I, it's like I have like some weird connection with Nancy. I like have these like dreams about like catastrophic stuff. That was your premonition. It was wild. I actually dreamt about like, and this is like my hometown. I dreamt about my hometown flooding and like I was watching it and like all these little Victorians like Whoa. floating down the river. I know. Because wow. even when you guys were talking about flooding and my mind just went to earthquakes and then on top of that. With earthquakes, typhoons come into the whole scenario. So I just, yeah. Another I just Earth's went into crust. disaster mode. <laughs> when, when, when I was a child, I had a dream because I grew up in the East Bay. I grew up in Danville. And my parents would take me into the city a lot because my dad worked in the city. And I had a dream one night that I was swimming, funny enough, down Leavenworth, which is where I live now. But um, at the time, I didn't, I was a child. But I, we were, I was swimming on top, and I was looking down, and I could see the road doing this because it's a straight, sh it's a steep street from the top of the, you know, Grace Cathedral and all up there. And so I'm swimming across, and I see all the cars, and they're getting lower, and I'm swimming, and I, and I kept thinking like, where are all the people? And I was like, I think that people are in the building. And it was weird because I was swimming across, and you, I saw in my little child brain all of the Victorian tall things going down, and the thing. And, and I was like maybe eight or nine when I had that dream. And that was Super before vivid. the 89 earthquake too. Yeah. So. It was just a weird like dream about flooding in San Francisco as a child. This is one place I definitely would not want to be flooded in. Um, and, you know, because I've been in a flood. I'm from Midwest. So I'm just like, Psh, floods. Flood of 93 in St. Louis, babe. Um, look it up. It was tragedy. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it, it to me. Like some of the land is landfill and stuff, especially in the marina. It's I don't all care. landfill in the marina. Don't care about you guys. So's, so's the financial district yeah. because it originally the Barbary Coast was that coastline that went. That's all fill in. But it it's that okay. So right there, that's what kind of that's what scares me the most because that's all that bay water that comes right in. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm just thinking of waves. As for where I grew up, I grew up near the Mississippi River, which 
a river doesn't have too many waves in contrast to the bay, so it would be like a total disaster movie. But it has currents. I think the difference is that the Mississippi River is devastating because of the currents, and it can just pick things up and move them. Right. Once yeah. the levees yeah. broke, it was just like, boom. Mm-hmm. Whereas the bay, I don't know if the currents are as... I would think that it would be more of a problem that all of that area flooded and there were enormous buildings and they became decrepit too soon because they were underwater and they weren't built to withstand structure like that and they'd start to crumble or fall or do something like that, which would be problematic. Like the Salesforce building. Yeah, but if the downtown (laughs) flooded like that, everyone would get out of there. Like, it would be, I don't know. I don't know what would happen. I wonder. I'm sorry that we got on disasters, but... (laughs) And that's why I practice how to swim. Everyone should learn how to swim. Yes. That's why I'm like, get in the water, Mm -hmm. get acclimated, or get your little boat positioned towards Oakland. Yes. But we're all hiding from the fires, too. So the fires will be consuming over there. And we'll be like, ah, wall of fire. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. We're all all swamped in. (laughs) I know how to swim. Yeah. And if the water's warm enough here, we won't get hypothermia. So you can be in the water for a longer period of time. It's not like... Okay, th- I didn't know that. Well, I thought we'd probably end up getting hypothermia. Well, it takes a little bit, but the water's warm enough here that it wouldn't. It would take. Winter a while. can be a little cold. Yeah. If you're you, yeah, if you're not like acclimated, winter can be a little colder. But yeah, but it's when your body temperature dips beneath what eighty two degrees for a certain amount of time or something. That's when you go into hypothermia. Okay, none of these things I want to happen. No, of course not. Of course not. No, but. We don't have to think about the future. Now is good. Now is good. Now is already a disaster. Now is good. <laughs> What's, I mean, this moment right here now, this is good. This is positive. So we're, you know, we got to go by the now and the now and the now. And now is good. And hopefully now, now, in the now, will continue being good. Now, now. I know. Now, now. Now, now. Maybe that's why they say that. <laughs> but And then you get your orca friends to pick you up on there the way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, thank God they put the work in and, you know, they made those friends. <laughs> Orca Island, man. The Orca Islands yeah. up there. In, They'll uh, know which people to save and which ones not. Just like not, Jesus. Yeah, just we're not like towards Jesus. the marina. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't go there. <laughs> uh, that was amazing that you brought that back around. We got five minutes left <laughs> to. Uh, You've got that. That coffee's good from up there, huh? It is like crack. It is. That is some good coffee. A coffee shop. They they know how to make a cup. I'm in good company too. So you know, oh, good. coffee yeah. talk. I, I remember that uh, from SNL. Yeah, the coffee, the coffee talk. talk. <laughs> Discuss. I um, will yeah. say, um, I am glad that you finally came in, um, and this is great. And I know. Well, this is this is your first time here. Uh-huh. Uh, no, you know what? I've come during like a stand-up nights. I don't okay. do stand-up. Oh. Absolutely not. But <laughs> I like this. This is nice and casual. Yeah. Yeah. We usually go all over the place where we'll talk. Well, we just talked about natural disasters. Yeah, and, and current, orcas. Current topics. And then, you know, feminism and sex. And then we just go right back yeah, full circle. Right back around to misogyny, um, usually. Yeah. Yeah. Something. The, the injustices of the world we try to solve every week. Try. We try. <laughs> so I don't think people are listening to us. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, women. we it, you sometimes you just gotta scream into the void. Makes you feel better. If you can get like four friends to watch your podcast, I mean, I feel like it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I mean, my husband has like a blog and stuff, and people write for him, and I'll have friends that write for him, and they'll be like, "Oh my god, no one's reading it." And I'm like, "I read it. I saw the likes. There's four people that like that, <laughs> and Hell we're all yeah. friends, and we all read it, and that's what matters." And we, you know. 
like the whole thing. It's like, it's okay. Like, it, yeah. I mean, it, it'll get around. My thing is like, you know, I always post things on social, well, especially the podcast on social media. And then when I tell new people, oh, you have a podcast? I'm like, no, I don't. Uh, and so they let them know about mutiny and stuff like that. And people get really intrigued. And it's so funny, like within the past almost 10 years of being here, I've seen like so many cool people and so like different kind of art and artistry come through these doors. And I will say that it feels like it's went by so quickly. Yeah, I know. Ten years. Like, uh, like I guess next year you and I will be celebrating our anniversary. Yeah, sweetheart. that's wild. Yeah, I know. And we actually have the funding to keep Mutiny Radio open until October 2024. So the rent is paid here for a while, which is great. Thank you, SFAC grant funding, yay. So without them, this would be much more difficult. Not that it made it easy, it just pays the <laughs> rent. It doesn't pay anything else, but because other things cost, but just having the rent taken care of is like a mitzvah. It's incredible, because it's the city. <laughs> it just keeps getting more. Before more. Pam escapes to Greece. I know, before I move to Greece, I know. It's Someday gonna happen. It's gonna happen, it's, that's. That's the dream. I mean, I have people there, so I can. <laughs> I love that. I have. I, I know. I have people, I have there. people there. I produce <laughs> films with a Greek filmmaker too. So, uh, we're, I'm going over there soon um, for a production meeting, and then he's coming out here to do the project during the festival. So it's like, woo! Yeah, they so say hopa, hopa. Yeah, there I'm. Go. I'm <laughs> learning Greek. Okeraktiras inai imoira, which means character is fate, which is my favorite. Heraclitus quote, and I think that it stands for people. And when you continue doing something for you do it and you do it and you're like, is anybody liking this? Why are we doing this? What and it's just about your character and your discipline and what you're doing and what you're choosing to do with your life. And you and your character create your own fate constantly. Every choice we make, every word we say is our character revealing our fate and our future. So that's a great quote. I love Heraclitus. He's my favorite Greek philosopher. Him and Diogenes are my favorite Greek philosophers. Looks sexy too. Yeah, and mm. I yeah, and I'm um and and uh, what I like to do is study and then just, you know, distance myself from my audience with like really <laughs> niche uh, Greek philosophers. Uh, that's what I put into my comedy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing to distance myself and be as pretentious as possible. No, I'm not trying to come off that way. Uh, <laughs> what? Where's your next fun thing? Do you do a party? Do you have an event? You just chill. You're just like. A super fun person that just loves the city. Yeah, basically. Damn, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Oh, by the way, she did just graduate too from grad school. Oh, doing what? No, no, no oh. it was it was my bachelor's. Oh, it still took a lot. It was a BFA, so it was like Sorry. a five year degree. No, BFAs are great. That's amazing. What so. is it in? Uh, interior design, commercial oh, interior design. That's great. I used to work for Ethan Allen. I used to do interior. I used to be oh, a, nice. a visual merchandiser. If you don't find what you're looking for in some stuff, look into visual merchandising because it's a lot of fun. It's basically like having an 18,000 square foot dollhouse or depending on how big your store is. Mine in San Diego is really big. So it's just like a big dollhouse and you move all the furniture around, choose all the fabric. It was really fun. Um, it's a lot of fun. I, yeah, I'm doing interviews this week. I've done a bunch of interviews last week and finding like really good. I, it's, a, it's a hiring freeze here. I mean, geez. They say the reception's not here, but it's like, year-ish for San Francisco and I'm like I guess no one else wants to admit it it's like the big conspiracy <laughs> is there but a place that you you're hoping to like 
this is where I probably want to end up. Is there a certain kind of interior design place? I mean, there's no like end here. That's true. Just visual like merchandising. I'm telling you, look into it. There, everyone has a visual merchandiser. It's like the secret job that no one knows. And it's weird. The only thing that sucks about it is inventory. You're in charge of inventory mm. usually when you do. We have to count. I know. Well, it's just remembering where you put things. That's all. Um, because you're designing everything in the whole store. And it's, but it is. It's, it's, it's fun. You order all the stuff. It's responsibility. They pay you well. When I used to work, that's what I did for money. Before I did this, I was that. So, and it was great. It was great. I enjoyed my work. I honestly did. So. Yeah, there's great. I mean, for the Bay, it's like they have like a diverse, uh, like if you do like visual inventory, you can like go work for a company and like just go design company offices or like you can go work for like um, like restoration hardware or something like that and do that. Or you can go work for like Lululemon and do all their stuff. And it's like we have right. all of that and like so many different like areas and different types of like company structures. And I think that's really cool here. Um yeah, I'm looking at, uh, I like to do fabrications, and so I'm looking at some architecture firms, and I... Cool. Yeah. Nice. People well, that do, like, affordable housing is, like, really popular right now, and I kind of think cool. that's going to be, like, the next thing for the next two years. It's, like, yeah. we're looking at all of downtown being, like, how do we turn this into affordable housing? How do we finally make this area, like, equitable and more inclusive for the entire population rather than just being tech offices? So I'm like, I like that's that. where that's going to go. That's amazing. Like, oh I want to know what future. we do to solve that, mm -hmm. um, and I want to be there. So that's what I'm working towards this week. Yay. Yay. Well, thank you for being here. This was super scintillating and wonderful. And what a breath of fresh air. Always a pleasure Glad to have you here and do Thanks. all of the things that we do and all the wonderful work you're doing for the city. And I'm excited about Sunday streets and Phoenix that's Day be fun. I can't all wait. the everything. <laughs> and uh, Kyla, please come whenever you want. Yes, please. You know, definitely in the future. You have time. You can drop by because Toya, call in. We can listen to her on the thing. We can talk. That'd be great. I love it. Yeah, yeah this is super fun. Yay! Yay. Well, like my mouth. I'll keep collecting my poetry on the side, yeah. and I'll be like, I'm gonna. You come in and yeah, read this prose today for my friend. Absolutely. <laughs> her ho trip in Greece. It's not Pam. Uh, <laughs> I wish. I mean, when you go through menopause, it's terrible because your vagina. If you don't have babies, your vagina actually gets tighter, which no one tells you. So I can't have one night stands. It's just not, I, I, I can't explain to a guy like we have to go so slow to get started because it just, I have the vagina of a 14 year old girl now. And that's not a good thing. It's like, it feels like I have to break my hymen every time. And I haven't had, it's just, it's, it's a pain. So when I go on vacation like that, I just, I told these Albanian guys, they wanted to fuck me. And I was like, it's not going to be any fun for anyone. <laughs> like you're going to have to use a condom because you're a weird, gross Albanian. I'm an old lady. It's not going to work. We're just going to both be frustrated. You're not going to want to go down on me. I'm not going to want to go down on you. We're just, this isn't going to work. And they're like, and I'm writing this in, you know, you on my phone <laughs> to give to them in Albanian to the translate. And they're like, so I couldn't. I can't. I can't be a hoe. But it's that's an international hoe story. That's, that's that is literally what ho international hoes features. Spot on. Yeah. Actually. I was texting with them back and forth on their Google phone doing the translate. And they're like, where are you going? What are you doing today? And I'm like, where are the Albanian women? Are they all dead? And they said, no, they're, they're very strong and very married. And I'm like, what do you think? I'm a weak American slut? Like, like kind of. And I was like, no. But I told them, I was like, I'm going through menopause and it just won't be any fun for anyone. And they were like, uh, your friend just left. And I was like, oh, okay, bye. Oh my God, I thought of your book when you go to Greece. It's going to be called Live, Laugh, Lubrication. <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you. That's, that's amazing. Uh, I'm here for this. Yeah, I am here for this. That's, that's perfect. I would buy that book. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, if anyone uh, wants to come out tonight, uh, it, you've got OMG at 6 o'clock on Savory 6th Street. And we have two for one wells from 8 to 10, or from 6 to 8 during the show. And then tonight at 8 o'clock, I'm at Taupe in North Beach, slanging the jokes for hella funny. So that's me tonight. And uh, tomorrow we have a great show. It's free. It's at Mars Bar. It's 7 o'clock. It's drag queens and comedians and free vodka tasting from Crystal Head Vodka. So it's free. It's free vodka, free drag queens, <sighs> free comedians. 7 o'clock Mars Bar. So th that's kind of the... Oh, and then this Sunday, free show, Hotel Utah, 6 o'clock, hilarious comedians. That's Those are the big things this week. Oh, and we will not be here on the 4th. Because we no. will not be celebrating Independence Day. Yeah, no, I w we won't be here on the we fourth. I, I might come in and play an old one, but I don't have any plans yet. We'll figure it out. I mean, yeah. last year I got to blow something up in the street. One of our neighbors had, and I got to, whoo, and I was like, I got to. I lit my first firework. It was really exciting. So hopefully this See, will that's be what two. you need in life. You just need more fire. Fireworks. Yeah, fire. Oh, that's that's what we do over here. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> shit on fire. <laughs> this shit is on fire. It's amazing. Well, let's not catch anything on Okay. Only my pants. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll all right. be back this in two weeks. This is the last weeks. podcast before, as I, as a single woman. Bye. Uh, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Bye, suckers. on a raft without a patter. We'll gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on mutinyradio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites Oh, pre-sign. By Venmoing two to five dollars at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep mission. Every Monday at 6 p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. I wanna 
Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. Hey, kids. It's your pal, Spiderman. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Mortimer Spiderman. When I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the Rhino, I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate 2 to $5 on...